we're going to talk about football then. Let's do it. Are you ready yeah. for... Do you, do you want me to do the intro? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, let me give you a edit point to do a lovely, big, fat, motherfucking intro. <laughs> so here we go. It's going to be one of the best ones you've ever seen so far. <laughs> yeah. And now that well, I've given it... The build-up build is amazing, so I'm really excited for this. <laughs> well, that's the point of football. It's a, They start talking about it six years before it happens. Yes, so that when that's you get true. To the day, you're like, oh, fucking hell, I can't hold it anymore. <laughs> that's true, man. Yeah. <clears throat> so here we go. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> This is the real intro. Vindaloo, Vindaloo, because we all like Vindaloo. That's me being a Chelsea fan, and welcome oh, yeah, <laughs> to the, by the Euro way, 2020 special. Hey? By the way, talking about Chelsea, right? Do, 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 I know what do, you're gonna say. Just say it. Right. Do it. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it there because you know what I'm gonna say. But just, just you know. <laughs> just so I don't know if the listeners know, but um, Chelsea uh, won the Champions League, something like that. This so coming anyway. from a person who doesn't follow football anymore. No. doesn't really no. care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. So, but today's okay. episode is about football. So this should be interesting because you know. I am so into football nowadays. I used to be, to be honest with you, I used to be really into football. I used to like going to stadiums and stuff. But nowadays, I can't be asked really. Um, it's just yeah. all the same. So precise, I mean, today we're going to be talking about the Euro, which I know nothing the about. The Euro 2020 <laughs> special. Well, and, I don't even know that much about it. Yeah. Well, you know... A lot more than me. Well, I mean, if we were really professional podcasters, we would have done a lot of research beforehand. But since we're not, then, you know, it kind of is what it is. I did. I researched, yes. I watched videos on YouTube yesterday. Yeah. And I read some articles this morning. I really did. I'm not joking. I did. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Bring it on. I'm ready uh, for this. Well, I don't know where you would like to start on this, but I mean, I well, could ask you the question, Euro 2020, easy. Who are you supporting? Well, that's a hard question, mate. Um, and here's why. Uh, I have, my heart is divided into, into nations from Europe, England and Portugal. So the okay. reasons for, for England are obvious because, you know, I, I have this attachment to, it, to, the, to England. So, yeah, I would support England and I've never seen them win anything. So <laughs> well, it would be... Has. That's the point. <laughs> all, all the people who saw England win something before have probably passed away. God rest yeah. their soul. It was a long time ago. I will support England, obviously. Um, I always do. Uh, but my heart is divided between England and Portugal because I, I also spent a few years in Portugal and, um, and Cristiano Ronaldo. Time. They're not going to win it again. And Cristiano no. Ronaldo is a god. 
You know, he's no, sexy as hell. Guy. He's not a god. Yeah, oh, he is you, sexy, you watch I mean, your mouth. You watch your mouth, young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am watching it. I can see it in the video. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I really do think he's he's one of the he's one of the best players I've ever seen play. Um, and this is coming from someone who watched um Ronaldo, the real Ronaldo, and um other players like Maradona. Um, I caught the end of Maradona's career, uh, but I do remember him playing. I remember Ronaldo, Rivaldo, that amazing Brazilian team that we had in 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 2002 when we were champions. So I've seen nice, amazing players play. There. Why? 2002. <laughs> I don't even know that year. Made it sound like a year from the future. But yeah, I get what you mean. 2002. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I've seen these players play, uh, but still I would put Cristiano Ronaldo at the top of that list. You know, he's unbelievably talented. Portugal have got a tough ask because they're in the group of death, right? Hungary, That's true. Not so much, but Portugal, France, Germany in the same group. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but you Netherlands know, I would, that have the best group, right? I would say, yeah, they have an easy group, right? Uh, but I don't trust ne- the ne- the Netherlands. I don't think they will go very far. They're you kind of what, you don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust their their, They're their great team. country. But what? What do you mean? You don't trust their team to win? You mean? No, I don't. No, I don't think they will. Oh, right, because yeah. the Dutch team have always being put as a strong contender but they never really get that far they got far a few when was it 2010 or 2014 they got they they reached the final I think think so yeah I don't remember very well but um they never win anything it's just you know it's like England (laughs) off subject by the way how is your marriage? I mean, it's early days, so probably you're going to be allowed to watch the games, right? I don't know. Things change when you get married. Um, rules change. They do. They do. I'm they not do. allowed I've to do that. I had to send in uh, a formal request to do this podcast today. Um, and um, really? I had to, yeah, I had to plead the um, for her to um, allow me to do this. So... Yeah, things change when you get married, guys. Be careful. Everything I do nowadays, I have to send in a formal request. But she said yes to the podcast, and I'm just waiting for her for her answer as to whether I can watch the uh, games or not. Well, at least you did it for love, so that's the main I thing. Did... Right? <laughs> no, married life is amazing, man. I mean, I was married already. We were living together. We just, you know, made it official in the eyes of society. And the Lord, yeah, right? Good. I guess you were going to say. Lord. Yes, the eyes okay. of the Lord. Uh, but, um, yeah, we made it official. We're really happy. Life is great. Um, we're really good friends. We've always been really good friends. So just, things are just normal. And we're excited okay. to go to England in December as a married couple. That's good. Yeah, let's see. Well, you should be excited to see what her reaction is when you have to wake up early on Sunday morning and watch England play Croatia on Globo at 10 a.m. 
Oh, yeah, because she's really into football. She's really into football. <laughs> I asked her the other day. Yeah, no, she hates it. She hates football. She okay. hates watching it. She doesn't like it. She no, she she doesn't understand anything really about football. The other day, I was asking her if she could name a team for well, England, and she actually said Brazil. Neither do so. we. <laughs> That's kind of the point. Exactly. Hot ball, yeah. back of the net, kick it in the goal, <laughs> pass to the other guy. What way? Yeah. <laughs> what side Reds. am I playing for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but let me throw yeah. throw the question back at you. Who do you think is going to win this? Well, I think France are the strongest contenders. You know, okay. you can't discount Portugal. They've got a good team. Uh, Belgium, although they're getting a little bit older. Uh, Germany are quite wily. Croatia got to the finals of the World Cup, yeah. so you yeah. have to watch out for them. Spain mm-hmm. are a team who. You know, they've had some downs recently, and that's always a strong team that you think they can have some ups. Russia, yeah. a surprise package, I think. Um, you think? Apart from that, I mean, you've got England, who have, for me, the most exciting squad, but also the kind of squad who can, like, not show up, you know. England yeah. have flattered to deceive so many times by having good runs in like qualification processes and then get into the finals and being a big steaming pile of old poo and yeah. i think that you know under gareth southgate's management maybe they're a little bit better than that they're much more kind of consistent and like exciting too uh if you look at the squad i mean we were looking at leaving behind some pretty talented players got left mm-hmm. behind, you know. Jesse mm-hmm. Lingard, uh, uh, the guy who plays for Leeds, who I forget his name. Uh, there was a defender, what's his name? Ben Godfrey, uh, who's very good side back, I think. Okay. So there were for the first time we were talking about talented players not making it to the squad because the squad is so strong. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in the past we used to talk about. Beckham, Lampard and Gerrard can't play together in the same midfield and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stuff I, like that. I think England has and always been... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say at the end, uh, a left side that had no left-footed players, like in the past, we had no left-footers. And people oh, really? used to be like, oh yeah, stick Joe Cole in there and Lots of players who flattered to deceive in big competitions, you know. So I don't okay. think you can discount England, although, it, it, you know, I have something against saying that we will win it. I, I think we could, but anyone can win anything when the time is right. <laughs> yeah, well, to think rationally, like England is always put a, as a strong contender in every championship, but. I don't think they ever are true contenders. But this time, I think this time is different with Harry Kane and um, the other. I, I think England really does have a real chance of taking it this year. I feel that the problem with England most of the times is more emotional than actually skill. Um, I feel like they kind of um, tremble when the pressure gets too hard, you know, when the pressure gets too strong. I feel they can't really handle it very well. 
I remember one of the the best games I've ever seen on uh, in the World Cup was England Argentina uh, in was it was it ninety eight. Well, that was the one in '98 with Beckham, right? Uh, okay. Yeah, that was '98. But there was another one in 20, 2010, or was it twenty fourteen? I don't remember. But I mean, when you play against Argentina, it doesn't really matter how good your team is. It it, it really matters how well you can control your emotions in that game. I think because the Argentinian side will tease and wind you up until you lose it, and uh, I guess that's what yeah, happened in '98. Yeah, they are. They play dirty. So I, I reckon most of the times England just needs to control their 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 mental state in a game, you know. But well, skills, I mean, it's a strong side this, this year. It's a strong side. I think one of the things that you saw from the World Cup was that old Gareth Southgate was a really great appointment because he's the guy who's lost a, a penalty before in a big competition and, like, he knows what it feels like to, to deal with that pressure and to have the negative aspect of that pressure after missing and so on. So from what I can tell about what Gareth Southgate's done to the team is that they've kind he's kind of like taught the players a lot about that sensitivity and about the fact that it's not just about football. It is about emotion. And you can be Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, but if you don't have the other guys around you and if everyone's not on the same wavelength and in the same moment, like psychologically as well as physically, then it all counts for nothing. And I think that you saw the fruit of that because we got to the semifinals of the World Cup in pretty fine style. And we were by that time one of the favourites to win it along with France. And we could have... Yeah, but for the grace of what ha- actually happened, we could have, you know, gone on to the final and won it. And I think, you know, maybe yeah. another good thing is we have quite a young team now, and that's true. Yeah, are less afraid than than you know we learn about fear over time. Yeah, that's true. You know, younger people they don't fear anything, so maybe that goes. You know, Mason Mount. Uh, Jack Grealish, um, Phil Fodden and Mason Mount know what it's like to win now. Mason Mount just mm. won the Champions mm-hmm. League, like you said, with Chelsea. Mm. Phil Fodden won the Premier League with Manchester City in fine style and is a, one of yeah. the brightest world players at this moment in time. Jack Grealish along. I'm expecting those three players to have really good uh, championships. I think Mason Mount's the one that kind of shines less for me out of those, but they're just three names in a squad that's full. So let's see yeah. what can happen. It could be good. What I what I like about the England squad is um, precisely what you said. You know, it's a young it's a it's a young team. Um, I think they only have um, three players that are over thirty, something like that. I did my research, and. Um, so that's a very young squad, which is which is the opposite to Croatia, uh, the Croatian team. I mean, they were strong in in the last World Cup, but they've aged a bit. So, um, I mean, it's been they're not at their peak anymore. So, I guess <laughs> it will come down. I have to give you a ten out of ten for that obvious statement. They've aged exactly three years, I would say. That that's right. Yeah, it's 
it was hard to come to that conclusion, but I did watch a lot of YouTube videos about it. <laughs> I wouldn't have friend. I wouldn't have come to that conclusion on my own. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think sometimes people people will ask, like, how is that guy Izzy friends with that guy Carl? Because he just makes fun of him the whole time. But you know that it's only that I'm only joking, right? Dude, this is um, English banter. That's okay. Yeah, it's, it's sarcasm. We mm. do it better than any other place. Until about around about 2006, Americans thought that sarcasm was a font in Microsoft Word. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again, you know, making fun of the Americans. <laughs> no, I like America. Of course you, know, you do. Of course a, you do. Yes, we've noticed place. that. It's got the biggest and best things in the world in it, you know. And I like Americans. I, you know, according, Americans according to fun. them, according to them, they do have the best it's and just, biggest things in the world. I'm just, I'm just making fun, really. I have no yeah. problem with America or any other place. Obviously, in yeah, the big yeah. old fat-faced world. For me, like you know, did you did you just say flat-faced world? I didn't. I said fat-faced. Okay, so no, let's just make world. that clear, because we might lose listeners if you say flat-faced Earth. <laughs> <laughs> the world is not flat. You might think that it is. You might have some theories, but it wouldn't make sense. Do you think Portugal We've is digressed. a contender? Uh, you know, Portugal are a contender. They've got good players. Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes, the aforementioned Chris Ronaldo. I think I heard somewhere that he likes it when people call him Chrissy Boy. But, you know... From I, behind. I feel like Post. they've gotten a little bit... I don't... You know what the problem is? There isn't a massive... Sorry, sorry. But how, can, yeah. how can you respect someone who likes being called a Chrissy Boy? You can't respect anyone. Hi, Chrissy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> what... Chrissy boy, seriously. But sorry, yeah, Chrissy keep boy. Going. Go on. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was R Wayne Rooney that gave him that nickname. No, it wasn't. But it <laughs> had to be. Been. It had to it be. Could yeah. have been. If I was Wayne Rooney back in the day, I would have called him Chrissy boy, and I would have made him like it just for future joke. Well, if Wayne Rooney, but, you know, if Wayne Rooney said my name was Joseph, I would take it. I would never. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, I would never oppose anything he says. So, because <laughs> you were talking about uh, Cristiano Ronaldo being a god, Wayne Rooney single-handedly took it to the to the world stage when he was eighteen. He was like the yeah. don of football. He was. Yeah, like he was our. He was. He was basically our Maradona or our Messi. You know. Yeah. And he's like well, a little he still small. Is a genius. He still is, and he's like a little small pit bull, isn't he? He used to be a boxer, isn't that right? I don't know. I'm, it would make sense. I mean, I wouldn't have a fight with him. But Never you say small. I mean, as a person who's like five, six, and a bit, for me, he's probably like a giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but size is I relative. Yeah, I remember. Um, do you remember Alan Shearer? 
who could forget Alan Shearer? He's the best football player ever. He used I to think be a good. Someone said once. The best. What did you? What? Did you, no, wait. Stop. The best football player <laughs> ever. I mean, you know, he's the Premier League top scorer until now. Fantastic player. Yeah, Refused but best Manchester player United ever. Twice. Uh, but totally. best player ever. That's what like, some people really? say. That's what some people say. Some people could be like two, three, four people. <laughs> well, I don't want to get nailed down into semantics. I don't know how many people said it is the point okay. to that. All right, all right, okay. I'm not saying it is also the point. So, like, for me... Alan Shearer. Alan Shearer was really good. I remember he's, he used to be good at heading the ball. Right? <laughs> Yeah. No, seriously, I'm not joking. Do you remember that? He used to be really good at heading the ball. And he I played do. for Newcastle, didn't he? He did. He turned down Manchester United to go to Blackburn, and then he turned down Manchester United to go to Newcastle. And doesn't regret it. And I think that's a, you know, a, he he came close to winning the Premier League with Newcastle. Um at, in one season, uh, you know, it was a close run thing. I don't yeah. know if you remember. There's a famous video of um, of the manager. Uh, who was who was the manager? Someone will will have to remind me. Neil maybe will have to remind me who the manager was. But he lost it in an interview when they asked him about something Alex Ferguson had said. Because Alex Ferguson looks like a sweet old man, but he really knew how to wind up his opponents back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, he was fairly brutal. But yeah, he he was a great player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Very why good. I brought him up. It just came to mind. But anyway, so um, the name that popped into your head. I mean, yeah. we could spend the next two hours talking about footballers, players that we know. But I don't know how exciting a podcast that would be. Yeah. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to tell you the 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 groups and the teams in the groups, and I'm going to get you to give your opinion on who makes it out of that group. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Group A, Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. That's a tough one. Italy. First place. Really? Mm. Okay. I would say this so. This has been recorded. You you remember that, right? Because we're going <laughs> to look at Yeah. That. When we do our post-Euro... <laughs> 15 minute special we can say how wrong we were <laughs> okay. no i think so italy, yeah it, it, italy first place in that group okay um and who else is in it switzerland turkey i would i would really like wales to um to make it out of that group you know i would like wales to do that um because i like gareth bale I think he's um really have I think you ever he's met him I have he's one of my close friends together with Chrissy Chrissy boy He likes playing golf are you a golfer <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> But he spent 6 years doing at Real Madrid basically <laughs> But he's too much of he's too much of a player for Wales I think and that might sound rude maybe but he's too much of a player for wales um 
Well, I think in the past, yeah, but these days they've got a very good squad, uh, much better than in the past. Yeah. You know. But I would definitely say Italy, number one, and uh, Turkey to go through, and possibly Switzerland um, gets dropped out, maybe. And how about you? Uh, me, for me, I would go maybe Wales and Italy in that order. Okay, okay. I mean, you can't rule out Italy ever, can you, in any competition? I mean, Italy I is guess you iconic. I guess you yeah. can. I guess you can, but you shouldn't. I mean, for me, the Italian league at this moment doesn't have a lot of standout heroes as players. You know, they're, they've got a couple yeah. of good players, but they're in a, they're definitely in a transition moment. Uh, group well, I B, guess... then. Yeah, Group B. Uh, who have we got in Group B? Denmark, Finland, Belgium, and Russia. Well, that's okay. Well, Belgium, number one, Belgium, okay. and possibly Denmark. I would say. Okay. Because Denmark have um, have a strong side when it Denmark have a good um, squad for the Euro. I guess because they always do quite well in the Euros, don't they? <laughs> You're making it sound like they have a different squad for the Euro than any other time. Like no, but I guess the pressure right. is different. The pressure is different. the The size of the yeah. tournament is different. So I think it gets to the players. And for the Euro, I think they do quite well. They would never do well, and I I would say this very clearly. I don't think Denmark will ever do well in a in a World Cup because of the sheer amount of, of amazing squads that we have around the world with, you know, huge histories in the competition. But Denmark have done quite well in, in past Euros. So I would say Go Belgium on, say and You're Denmark. You're talking about Brazil. Well, not only Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a massive amount of world talent. Right, I forgot the People's Republic of China, and yes, New Zealand. <laughs> but anyway, well, you know. so how how about you though? I, I bet well, you're going to say Russia. I, no, I think I agree with you. I I think Russia are, are always a dark horse, but I agree with you. Belgium and Denmark for me should be. Now, if I'm not mistaken, um. Belgium is number one in the FIFA ranking. Surely it should be France, but, you know, I don't know how it works. Oh, well, I can just check it out right now. FIFA ranking. Anyway, th this, is the, this is the type of professionalism that we've come to expect from this podcast. Precisely. Not having total lack of preparation. Yeah, Very it's difficult. Belgium. Belgium is number one. Belgium, France, Brazil. Brazil's not number three. Come on. Brazil England, can't be number three. I saw them yesterday. It's dull watching Brazil. It's pathetic. It's horrible. But look, let me tell you the, the top five, okay? Because this is quite interesting, actually. So number one, Belgium. Number two, France. Number three, Brazil. Number four, England. Number five, Portugal. So that's the uh, FIFA Weird. ranking. Yeah. But I don't Belgium, know number how one. FIFA come up with this shit because Portugal won the last Euro, so surely they would be in front of 
Brazil and quite, uh, in front of England and quite possibly Brazil, right? I mean, when was the last time Brazil won anything? Exactly. As you yeah. finally put it, 2002. So. No, we won the Copa America a few times. Yeah, but I mean, who's in the Copa America? Argentina, Uruguay, just some of the biggest squads in the world. <laughs> and some of the smallest ones also. <laughs> yes. Well, French, not really, French man. Guyana. Well, not really. I mean, if you if you if you think about Chile, Chile's a strong side, and you have uh, Ecuador is a strong side. Colombia have always been a strong side. I mean, you have strong teams down here, um, and then you have obviously Argentina and Uruguay, who are world champions. So, I mean, it, it's 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 a it's a competitive tournament i think well, the Copa not, america i beg i beg to differ with your use of english here but they're really not world champions they have been they have you know, been uruguay okay about 65 years ago <laughs> yeah but still i mean it, it they are strong every time they go into a competition they are very strong i watched uh um, they are a pretty good team i watched here in brazil in in uh 2014 i Watched England Uruguay in the Corinthian Stadium. Stadium. Um, I yeah, think Uruguay England were awful in that World Cup, by the way. Awful, Just awful, awful. Yeah, they were. But and we I travelled. We, we weren't in that moment then. You know, we weren't in that moment. We're talking about seven years ago. If you look yeah. at the players that have retired since then and the players that have come through, like. There's literally nobody in the squad anymore from that time. And there mm -hmm. shouldn't be, right? I mean, uh, so England were definitely transitional at that yeah. moment, very similar to what I think Italy and Spain are now, and maybe even Germany. Uh, but maybe. let's come round to it. Group yeah. C, Netherlands, okay. Ukraine, Austria, and North Macedonia. Yeah, talk about strong sides. Uh, this is the easiest group, like you said at the beginning. So Netherlands, number one for me, and possibly Ukraine. Okay. Just because, okay. really. I'm, I'm going to go for Netherlands and Austria here, just because I saw Austria uh, in the highlights playing against England, and I thought, you know, they were very dirty, which I think, you know, they have to be careful with, but they do have an okay team i you know I, I think they can take it to ukraine so okay. that would be my bet for that and who's your favorite player from north macedonia um i think he might be called siri goglov <laughs> <laughs> you're just making it's that it's one up. of those it's one of those yugoslavian sounding guys i mean i don't know anybody from north macedonia i mean we could be surprised and I would be really happy if North Macedonia went through or came at least, you know, came first, second or third in the group. That would be amazing for me. I like when, you know, smaller teams do big things. It's amazing. I think that that's yeah. what makes football kind of cool, that possibility, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, Group uh, D, okay. England, Croatia, <laughs> Czech Republic, and Scotland. It's a it's a hard group, man. This is a hard group. 
It is a hard group. Croatia got to the final. Scotland have a very up-and-coming uh, team. I think there's a... Is, it, is his name Shay Adams, um, the striker? They also have a player from my team, Scott McTominay, who I rate as one of the best young midfielders in the world at this moment in time. He's With just the most... an outstanding... He's just an outstanding box-to-box midfielder. And now, he's that tall, is... but he's strong, and he's good on his feet, and he's good at tackling, and he has awareness. He's good at passing. He's just... He's, you know, he's like... Uh, you can see him learning off Pogba, although he's not exactly similar to Pogba. I would never say that, but I think Scotland have an all-right package. And I think yeah. my pick for that is it could be... England, Scotland, that go through, you know? Well, I yeah, I wouldn't rule that out as, imposs- as a possibility. I would say England. Um, yeah, I would say England. Um, I don't really think Croatia are going to do very well. I think it was just, they were just fluky, really, last time um, in the World Cup. And then you might argue... They had but- a fairly easy run. But also yeah. England did, you know, so. Yeah, well, I think Croatia might not get through and um, Czech Republic, they used to be really good. I remember Czech Republic used to be, they have the uh, the checkered uniform, the checkered, um, what do you call it? Gosh, I forgot the word. Kit. Yeah, that's it. So they have the, they used to have the checkered kit. I don't know if they still use it, but um, they used to be strong side. I remember. I mean, you could never mess with the Czech Republic, but um, I would like. No Scotland. pun intended, right? No, no pun, pun intended. intended. The, no. The Czech Republic had the checkered kit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like Scotland no... to go through. I would like Scotland to go yeah, through. I would Just... too. I would too. And this is like people expect me to be anti-Scotland because Scotland are very anti-England at some points in time. But I just can't be, you know. I I think I would really like to see them go through. Not really. I wouldn't like to see them go through at the expense of England, but I'd really love them to go through at the expense of the other two teams. Yeah, absolutely. Scotland are a team that I'd like to see up there because they go to the World Cup and the Euros sometimes and they always seem to be the the whipping boys, you know. Yeah, that's cool true. We could change that. Like, I think if Scotland can get some kind of result against Croatia and hope for Croatia to have a worse time than them against the other two teams, then... It's a possibility, but you know. Yeah, yeah. It really depends on the on how, what the mindset is of the players. Well, that's true. I think Scotland should aim for third place, and uh, because I know that third places will go into a draw or something, and uh, not a draw, into but the they pot, will be. Right? They yeah, and they will be chosen. I don't know how do they go through. Depend. It depends on their on how many points they got, right? I think that's it. I think the best, I th- yeah, I think the top four third places go into yeah. a little so if they, final and final playoff. If they uh, play, I, I mean, against England, I don't think they can um, expect too much against England. So they would probably play for a draw 
And uh, with Croatia also, I would, if I was Scotland, I would play for a draw. But with Czech Republic, I would probably play to win. Um, so if I get four points, if Scotland gets four points, then I think they're strong contenders for, you know, a third place promotion or something like that, you know? Well, I mean, England, Scotland isn't uh, just a, a, a formality. They always do well against England, Scotland, not necessarily result-wise, but performance-wise, because it, there's an extra catalyst mm-hmm. for them in that. Yeah, the but rivalry, anyway. yeah. Right, Group E. Group E. Spain, Poland, Sweden, Slovakia. Yeah, I mean, Slovakia are a surprise package. Poland can be strong or not. I mean, they've got some okay players. Sweden have got good players and they sometimes do well in competitions. Spain, like we mentioned, have great players, but also are not in a great moment like as a national team. So yeah. I really, I, for me, this is the hardest one to call. Second hardest, maybe, because we have the group of death. Death, group F. All right, I would um, so, for this one. I agree with you. It could go either way, really. Um, Spain, Poland. I would probably, right? Um, I would probably put Poland at the top, just because I think Spain haven't really shown up for competitions lately. So um, I yeah. think Poland and Spain. I don't think Sweden could make it really, and us. Uh, well, Slovakia, I've never really seen them play, so. <laughs> <laughs> Slovakia, nobody knows where it is, so just forget about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, <clears throat> Slovakia, you know, they've, they're pretty organised and they're strong and, you know, they come from footballing background uh, because of the Czech Republic. So, you know, I... I I think that they can be a surprise package. I mean, my heart wants to tell me Sweden and Spain to go through, but I think Poland are pretty strong, and I think Slovakia yeah. could be a surprise package in this group. So I really don't know, but I'm going to leave my because we have to say something. I'm going to leave it at Sweden and Spain in that order. Okay, okay, Sweden. That Spain. could really come back to bite me. That that. Yeah, finish. yeah. Well, same with me. I mean, I, I think Poland and Spain. But anyway. All right. Well, um, yeah, you know, totally. moving on to Group F, this one is the group of death. And it's actually yeah. interesting. I want to say something about this because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Group F and Group D, England's group, they actually clash in the next round. So depending on the uh, outcome of Group F, it might be a good idea. It might be beneficial for England to come second. If England, uh, if England go through in first, then potentially they play Portugal. Although you know, we don't know. That could be Germany. France topped the group for me, so England want to avoid second place, like the plague, because second place gets France for me. Yeah, but is and it really that different? Again- I mean. It's not different. If you play Germany, France, or Portugal, it's the same, I guess. This, it's going well, to be if a, you're just giving as hard me the as... choice. Yeah, totally. But if you're giving me the choice of playing who I think will be the eventual winners, 
or playing Portugal or Germany, I would take Portugal or Germany straight away. Okay, you, you wouldn't want to play, play France. You don't want to play France in the second round because there's a likelihood of you going out, right? They're just okay. the best team in the world at this moment in time. So this is what I think. This is a prediction of um, the outcome of the whole tournament. I think the winner is going to come from one of these four teams, Germany, France, Portugal, or England. It's going to be one of these okay. four teams. So um, it, would, it, okay. re it really comes down to these four teams, I think. And whoever, whoever wins the, the next round, I think is the team that's going to take it. So um, because we're talking about Germany, France, Portugal, or England, they will clash. And the team that wins those games is definitely the one that's going to make it to the final. That's what I think. Have, have you been doing like a seance or something? That's a very strong prediction. I mean, by how you're talking, we might as well just... No, do you know competition? Just do you know just what go I did? Straight to the semi-finals. Do you know what I did? I went what? on to um to the UEFA website, and they they actually you you can actually put in the predictions and put the teams to clash against each other, so you can have a a, a whole prediction of of uh, the whole tournament. So that's what I did. Ah, okay. But I did my know, research. There's always <laughs> there's. <laughs> <laughs> There's always surprises that can that can happen, you know. But I think you know you're oh, maybe yeah. not so far away from what you say. Absolutely, but I mean, rationally thinking, right? Rationally thinking. I mean, if you go, uh, I mean, these four teams are the strongest in the competition. I think. I mean, Germany cool. is Germany, right? It's like Italy. You can never really put them aside. Um, France, as you said, you know, strongest team in 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 the tournament. I mean, to use your words, I don't really agree with that, but um, best team in the world, you said. And Portugal, I don't think Portugal is a strong side, to be honest with you. And before I get any comments, um, the same thing I said about England, right, the emotional side. I think the, England squad, the English squad, they tend to lose it emotionally. And uh, the Portuguese side also. They, they tend to, to lose it, but they... They actually lose it on the pitch. They get angry. They they get wound up with you know things, and uh, I don't think they have what it takes. They were champions last last time, but um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really think they're gonna. They're a strong side. But okay. Izzy, you well, said at the beginning. Then, right? But I yeah. But Izzy, you said at the beginning that you you thought they were gonna take it. But yeah, I support them because you know. Emotionally, I, I have this attachment to Portugal and because I'm friends with okay. Chrissy Boy. But, um, Chrissy yeah. Boy, <laughs> uh, tell, answer me this then where are you? Because I, I, it looks like a training ground behind you. <gasps> this is very, this is one of the top European stadiums in the world, Hastings United, the pilot field. Ah, this is Hastings United's ground. Yeah. Yeah, very chic. Can you can tell? Capacity <laughs> twenty-seven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on on the bench. Yeah. Well, since I'm much less uh, worried about the past than you are, Granddad, and much more uh, obviously current and thematical, this is obviously the place where the final's going to take place. Oh Wembley yeah, Stadium. Check nice that place. shit out. 
That's yeah, nice. 90,000 dudes. If it wasn't <laughs> pandemic, obviously. Yeah. 90,000 dudes and dudettes screaming <laughs> for their team. It's good. Must be a nice place. I mean, I've never been inside. I went to see Red Neither Hot Chili Peppers at the Wembley Arena, which was next to the old stadium before it was knocked down. But I've never been inside Wembley. It must be cool. Yeah, I've never been there. I neither, never. Would like to maybe one day. I've been at the. I've been at this ground, the Pilot Field. I've been here. Is it the Pilot Field? I think the name is Pilot Field. Yeah, I've been here, but um, not Wembley. People from. You know, Neil and uh, Neil and the the other guy who does the podcast. I'm forgetting his name now, which I, I sh- really shouldn't because he's very funny. Uh, is it Gary? Um, but that they seem to know a lot about non-league football, so maybe they can tell us what the name of this place is. You know. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. All right. So, um, yeah, have for we... anybody for anybody listening, if you like podcasts about football and about this type of thing, must have beers podcast. It's very funny. My yeah. cousin Neil's podcast. I saw they were going to do a Euro twenty twenty special. Probably much more well researched and yeah. more informative than ours. <laughs> Probably much better than ours. Definitely. <laughs> well, without me I... googling the group <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> Well, I did tell you at the beginning, I knew nothing about football, but I reckon I did a good job. I researched. I actually... I well, really it's did. a funny old game. That's what they said. It's a funny old game. To finish. Hey, to finish. To oh. finish. Your hero of the tournament. Who's it going to be? My sweetheart, Chrissy Boy. Definitely. Okay. I'm going for Grealish. Uh, Who, your... Who's that? Zero, Jack Grealish from the England team. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot about that side of the research. Who who is that? Is exactly the point. People are going to know who this guy is after. I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay. Your zero of the tournament. Hmm. By zero, you mean what? What do you mean by that? Like I don't know. <laughs> a person who a person who doesn't perform very well. Oh, okay, okay. Gets okay. a red card for kicking a referee or something, you know. Oh There's yeah, okay. One. Well, yeah. Hmm, let's see. Well, definitely someone from the Portuguese squad. Definitely. Really? Yeah. Another zero of the tournament could be the VAR, which for me is sucks a lot of the time you know mm-hmm. the var yeah who's that the video oh okay okay i got it <laughs> <laughs> who's that it's not a, that's not a person the var if that Dude, was your name what I'm kind so of person would you be so yeah we've got football. the rock He's a he's a, a famous actor. We've got the fridge. He was the famous American football player. The VAR, the VAR. striker for Slovakia. <laughs> Dude, I'm so into football, man. I'm so into football. Yeah, the yeah. VAR. Got it. Okay, the uh... typical Brazilian. You just support the people who are winning. I don't support anybody, and don't you dare 
offend me. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, this is cool. We should do we should do an episode talking about the Copa America. I know you completely despised it. You completely diminished the quality of our squads here in South America, and you did call everyone small and tiny and pathetic. But I think we should do an episode on the Copa America because because. Be be careful that I don't get in touch with my lawyer because I don't remember those those words coming out of my mouth. Oh, I after we finish after I finish editing this episode, I will make sure that you have said those words. Uh, okay, I mean we could but, do an episode of us suing each other for defamation. That could be pretty funny. <laughs> but the Copa America has become very political. Did you know that it's actually now? in our Supreme Court to be decided whether we're going to have it or not. I mean... I did see that, yeah. It's it's become so political that our Supreme Court is deciding it, so... I think that some of the people on the other side of the pond there in Europe might get a kick out of knowing about that. I think we could do a 20-minute Copa America special. I'm, I'm always up for that. Yeah, very exciting. I mean, the things that are happening here. It's nothing related... It's exciting not because of the football. It's exciting because of the the things the things that happen in the background, you know. Well, we love a bit of gossip. It's what makes the world go round. But uh, <laughs> just for the people to know, we do have some some cool podcasts to come. Do we not? Some yes, stuff we in do. the pipeline. We've got some slangs and uh, bad words to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we not? Translations yes. from Portuguese to English, English to Portuguese, which are funny. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Music. Music. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would like to ask our viewers to, uh, to jot down some ideas also, things that you would like us to talk about, um, whether you have questions about learning English or something like that. Also, we would love to uh, to get some of your your suggestions. That would be great also, right? Yeah. Give us a follow on the on the old social networks, Spotify, Please do. Yeah. YouTube. And share us with your friends. The the other ones. Yeah, and tell people if mm. you like it, tell people. Please. Share us. And please don't forget to subscribe. I mean, uh, it really helps us to uh, to know that you're enjoying this when you subscribe and when you give it a thumbs up. It helps us to understand that we're doing the right thing. Yeah, we want to continue bringing you guys quality stuff but in a informal way making fun of each other getting bullied on by carl and uh, that's it <laughs> i'm not bully i'm not tall enough to be a bully and anyway you're the person who's like third dan karate would be like a really I'm not. big no i'm not bruce lee type <laughs> tough guy that would be able to bully you Yo, what's that <laughs> profile picture? Is you kicking the shit out of a out of a punch bag? That yeah, punch bag a, could be me. It's Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're gonna Photoshop a picture of me in there at some point. Probably, <laughs> I should. I yes. I should. Okay. Uh, last <laughs> no, question before we finish. Um, your favorite football song? It's coming home. Three lines. Yeah, that's it. Three lines on a shirt. That's Never the best one. Never stop believing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's the 
for me, that's, that's like it's iconic. It's iconic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A uh, tournament without that the... song. A tournament without that song just isn't a tournament. Yeah, the the England fans love it, and because it's easy to sing, the melodies perfect. The lyrics are great. It invokes the idea of winning, which is weird because we've never won anything since it was made. <laughs> but you know, uh, it's coming home. Well, I guess it is because the final will be in Wembley. But whether England will be there is just a, you know that's another thing. I think yeah. you know I like the one I was singing, Vindaloo by Chumbawamba. That's another great song. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, there was one uh, Neil was talking about that he can do the John Barnes rap from that one from the Italian ninety. I don't know if you're. No, I don't remember that. England, England, we're singing this song. It's a rubbish song, actually, but the John Barnes rap is genius. Very cool. I didn't know that one. It's a footballer doing a rap about what footballers do, which is, you know. What? Drive expensive cars and pretend they um, care about social issues. (laughs) listen let me just say something sorry go on yeah i I think you might have some complaints about that one from me in the future you know Hmm? why (laughs) because you know it seems to be that you're talking about marcus rashford maybe but he's he genuinely cares about social issues i honestly don't know who you're talking about (laughs) good (laughs) Let's leave it at that. No idea. Any doubts? Any doubts that any of our listeners had that that about you not knowing about football have just been confirmed. If you don't know I who know Marcus nothing. Rashford is, no. <laughs> I know. I know that cricketer who's just been banned for posting something on the internet like ages ago. I know he's been banned. I don't know if it's got anything to do with that. But wrong anyway. sport, dude. Wrong sport. Yeah, it's wrong a sport, right? Sport. We Cricket should talk about. Doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Come we on, really it's, a, it's a fun game. It's a fun game. It's not. And yes, it there's is. There's a reason why. There's a reason why the Americans made baseball. They saw cricket and they were like, "Fucking hell! How are we going to make boring. this more interesting?" Well, I don't know, but let's try. And then they made baseball, which is just as boring, but slightly more what? exciting than cricket. So. Right. Yeah, I guess that's it. Have a great Euro 2020 tournament, wherever you're watching it, whoever you support, and good luck and happy days. Amen. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.